and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. This is a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm Kerry, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Carmen Digital, and I'll be your host today. This is episode 22, so there's lots of episodes for you to listen to on a range of different HubSpot topics. You can listen on all the usual platforms. So this week, we are taking a look into the wide world of integrations and how to manage them. Here with me to chat about integrations management is John Pittam, Managing Director here at Carmen Digital. So welcome back, John. I think this is your sixth podcast maybe now that you've got under your belt. Are you excited to join another one? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm delighted to be here, Kerry. The important question is whether that's more than Matt or not. So uh, is he on seven or something like that? I think he, he could be pipping you at the yeah. moment, but it's it's not it's not too far off you're almost level pegging excellent good to hear it <laughs> delighted to be here Kerry thanks for, thanks for the invite no no problem I mean I'm looking forward to learning more about APIs and integrations it's definitely a topic I'm not um, an expert in so uh, yeah you'll be sharing all the knowledge today uh, I look forward to that I think well I, I'm not quite an expert in it. I'm not technical <laughs> but from a sort of management perspective and organizational perspective I understand APIs and integrations so hopefully that's enough to keep the audience interested yeah I think that's a great starting point so um, yeah we'll jump in with I guess a, a nice simple question so when it comes to integrations often the word management is used with it quite a lot so why do integrations need managing? I assume a lot of people think that you only need to focus on it initially and once you've set them up, it's kind of job done. So are they not that kind of set it up and forget it type of tool? Uh, no, they're not. Um, and I think it's really interesting because, you know, the backdrop to where we're at now with integrations and APIs is that pretty much every business is looking at these now and they are the future, you know, uh, every business that's pushing themselves from a, from a digital perspective will be using some kind of integration or API to do that. Um, and everyone's got excited about it. And, and I think, um, you know, coming back to your comment there, Kerry, about not knowing a huge amount about it, I think that's quite a common response for people in business. You know, they've heard about these APIs, they've heard about integrations and what they can do for the business. Um, and they're saying, oh, we need to do this, we need to link these things together. And they go off and do it. But sometimes the thinking behind that in terms of what the long-term impact might be, how it be managed over, over the longer term is sometimes missing. And that's where companies can actually uh, come unstuck further down the line if that sort of ongoing management of APIs isn't in place. The, the way I think about this, if you think about APIs being the road network in, in, let's say, the UK, but it could be anywhere, um, you know, suddenly we've got the ability to connect different towns together. And actually, what we're saying is we really need to make sure that those roads are managed properly. You know, if we just connect things together and forget about the roads and what the cars that are traveling on them and just expect them to work OK, there's going to be some problems. So really, it's about, OK, we've built this great connection, these road networks. How are they managed on an ongoing basis? I like that analogy. That's a nice, easy way to understand it. To Obviously, you need to keep monitoring the roads to make sure that all the towns can communicate and it's all up to date with the latest things, etc. Um, I think that's a really nice way of, of understanding it. So I guess when when does that integration management come into play? Is it just at the beginning or end of implementation or does it need to be part of that whole integration life cycle? 
it needs to be part of the whole. And, and I think it really does depend on the organization as well. I mean, you, you know, much larger organizations will have much greater needs in relation to manage, uh, management of APIs and integrations, obviously, because there's more sophisticated uh, sort of attributes involved, et cetera, in different platforms. Uh, but in any scenario, you know, every business needs to be thinking about that integration piece. And that has to be part of the initial planning. You know, whether there's a, a native integration. So obviously, you know, we use HubSpot a lot and you know the whole idea about hubspot is that it's this platform that you can connect lots of things into to to a business process data flow reporting insight whatever it might be um, and of course it has this huge network of native applications as a starting point so actually you know whether it be with uh, slack or jira or whatever it might be you know it's just kind of plug and play away you go um, so you know thinking about how that's managed uh, you, you know is important but arguably it takes less management with a native application to something else that might be using middleware. So that's the next stage where, you know, someone might be using Zapier or Ingramat or, or any of these other platforms to start to connect things together. You know, there needs to be oversight over that, how it's managed, et cetera. And then almost the third stage of, of management in terms of, um, you know, looking at the management of APIs is kind of custom integration when you're looking at, you know, the open API availability, et cetera, and then just doing some custom development work to plug different platforms and software together but in terms of the question about you, you know when does integration management come into play it, it has to be at the start thinking about okay we're going to connect all these things together how are we going to have some oversight and governance of this from a you know security or monitoring perspective and there's a different aspects to that that management as well but yeah has to has to be thought about at the at outset definitely so I guess you'd say not just jumping in and going, okay, yeah, let's pull together some integrations and start connecting X and Y. It, it really does involve a lot of pre-planning and really thinking about your approach before you go in and kind of try and hit the ball running. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that the businesses that have been doing this for a while and, and are kind of got this right they've got they've got a framework for this you know they understand the process they go through to deploy apis and integrations so that will be in terms of the actual development work itself in terms of building those those connectors if you like but then also in relation to the ongoing governance and management of it so they'll have a clear framework for security policy for uptime policy for version control etc um, and that will allow them then to scale much more quickly with further integrations because they've got a process to follow through and they know that it's robust or as robust as it can be from from an ongoing management perspective okay great and you know you've mentioned their planning and, and custom development and also the governance side of it so when we say managing integrations we know that doesn't just mean obviously setting them up and keeping an eye on them and, and almost forgetting about them and just letting them run by themselves so to you what do you think good integration management actually entails I guess I think what good entails to me is is actually having something in place that provides visibility to the performance of those APIs. Okay, so so I think visibility is what you look for, whether that be a dashboard or or whatever it might be, but someone who has accountability and responsibility for. API management, integration management within the business has to have visibility over what's happening. Um, and then you can arguably break that down into different areas in terms of visibility. Visibility in terms of security. So ensuring that data is handled in the right way in relation to those integrations. You know, APIs are opening up data, particularly if you're 
you know, integrating with a third party application outside of the enterprise or organization, you know, security becomes really important. So visibility over security controls um, and the management that becomes really important. Um, there's got to be sort of version control. So, so actually, you know, APIs as, as code develops and, and software develops, you know, management of the versions of, of API that's being used in those integrations becomes really important. But again, it's about having visibility of that and then having a monitoring structure around those APIs to ensure that they're being managed effectively and there's lifecycle management over those APIs. Because actually, you know, they talk about retiring APIs because what you don't want to do is, is create all these APIs and just leave them running. Actually, if some of them aren't aren't required further down the line, then you know don't don't keep them open. Don't leave yourself vulnerable or or kind of have additional cost in relation to managing APIs that are no longer required and redundant. You need to have a way of retiring those APIs and and therefore man- managing it in that way. So I think there's lots of areas around APIs from a management perspective, but but visibility over what's happening is really important. If, if you think about it, coming back to that analogy of the road network, you know, you need to have a top-down approach to kind of see see where the cars are going and whether their cars traveling or whether lorries traveling. And actually, are there any crashes on the roads or are people jumping onto the roads and causing problems? And so, so it's that whole idea of that helicopter view, but being able to drill down onto that road network and going, are things running smoothly? Where are the problems? Can I identify them early? And can we do something about that? Yeah. Checking the traffic before you set off. We've all made that mistake of not doing that and then having (laughs) an awful journey. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's the same. Just check that things are running smoothly before you expect everything to just go swimmingly. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. Great. So, um, so yeah, you mentioned having that visibility and accountability. So who should that person be? If an organization wants to ensure those APIs and integrations are managed well, who should they be including in that process? Do you think it requires a certain type of person, someone in a specific role or a certain set of skills? Again, it comes back to size of organization, I think, and the type of organization as well. You know, a heavily digital uh, orientated organization will probably have people in place around this area. So there'll be a, a head of integrations or a chief integrations officer or whatever that might be. Um, and they will have a very core role and a KPI related to the management of integrations and digital services. Um, having said that, for much smaller business, or not much smaller business, but businesses that don't have that in-house resource, then you know usually this is something that falls into the IT department. And actually, often the IT department doesn't necessarily have the skills to be managing integrations. You know, they, they tend to manage hardware, they manage the, the software, et cetera, but they don't necessarily manage integration. So actually, I think it's really important for those organizations to find someone either in-house or externally take, that takes responsibility for the management of um, any integrations and um, APIs for the business. So yeah, I, I think also there's a role to play for users in terms of those within the business that are undertaking the processes that are using the data that's coming from third-party applications that are, you know, using automation that way. I, I think they take some responsibility to, to ensure that the API that's being used, the data, the use case that's happening is still appropriate for the business unit. So um, I think they take some responsibility and actually need to be connected into, you know, the IT team or the integrations unit, whoever it might be, to ensure that that there is still 
sense around using those integrations in the way that they are doing because otherwise you know suddenly the whole thing becomes rather bloated so i i think that connection between the actual users of data or process or the integration outcomes themselves are connected into those that are managing um, the process or managing the it and integrations on that side of the fence so i think that's really important yeah because i suppose the best people to learn from are those people that are they using them and seeing how they're working day to day that they can then feed back into the team that is is managing them and keeping that visibility they're the best people to learn from really aren't they yeah absolutely 100 percent. so you, you know you've mentioned having that planning process and kind of governance and management around it can help businesses kind of scale more quickly when it comes to integrations. So I suppose what can happen if a business decides not to invest in managing those integrations? What can happen kind of beyond implementation for them? Yeah, I I think quite commonly problems occur. You you know, like any software, if it's not managed, it's not patched on a a regular basis, then then it's going to become problematic. We've got a a really good example to share with um, a, a client who you know, they built out a, or they used a, a, a digital agency to build out an API integration uh, with between three platforms, actually, including HubSpot, about three, four years ago. Um, and actually, what's happened is that that was deployed, but without any kind of management services overlaid over that. So, so it was built out, and it was built out for all the right reasons. This was about the customer experience. There was a there was a, a kind of booking system that would then trigger uh, events and and data being pushed into HubSpot that would then trigger client communications, etc., in relation to service delivery and product delivery. Um, and then there was a third party in relation to the finance and direct debit and and, and collection side of things. And and they when they were first set up it all worked really well and the problem being that once that was built there was no monitoring or control over that um you you know it was built it was put on server etc and 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 then um you know implemented what then happened after about two years is that actually that api started to fail you know just small places uh, to start with and then it became more significant actually to the point that they suddenly had to go back to manual processes so they they spent about eight months nine months unpicking the api that was established spending a lot of money basically rebuilding the whole api structure and the connectivity between those platforms Um, but in that period they were managing uh, manual processes for in the region of about 30 35,000 customers so you can imagine the the cost of that Um, and that's purely because they didn't put in any kind of management or structure or monitoring or vi- they didn't have visibility over what was happening within that API. You know, uh, the problems were very small at the, at the start, but then they just started to snowball until it, until it all fell over. And then they couldn't just pick it back up again and, and, and connect it. It was too late by then. So, um, yeah, there's a really interesting case study for <laughs> what not to do in relation to the management of APIs or the non-management of APIs, should I say. Yeah, I guess that's when your APIs just become counterproductive because I imagine for a lot of people it's it's to get that automation and to get that ease when it comes to their customers and data and managing those relationships and then 
to just not do something as simple as just manage that and have visibility of that just then undoes all of that and you then have to spend hours manually doing it which is what you were trying to avoid in the first place yeah And, and another key point actually in relation to this case study and something i probably should have mentioned earlier when talking about the management of apis is documentation so so one of the things where the big gaps was in this case was there was no documentation around those apis so the actual developer that did this originally moved agency and and therefore there was no no visibility in the way that those apis were structured what they were doing what they're trying to achieve so api documentation and and managing that is as important as the other areas we've already discussed you know um if you're starting to look at building or connecting different platforms together, you need to make sure those platforms have really robust API documentation or create the documentation yourselves if you're doing some bespoke work so that actually at some point in the future when you need to unpick things or change things or retire different APIs, you can make sure you do it, you're doing that from a, a position of knowledge and understanding and not spending an hour and hours trying to, to, to build the picture as it were from outset. Yeah, and I imagine, you know, especially with businesses that have high turnover and new people coming in and taking on these things, having that documentation and a starting point to really understand what you've got going on at the moment and what you've used in the past, etc., is, is also super helpful. Yeah, completely. Great. So, yeah, you mentioned a, a bit about customer experience there. And um, in the previous episode, when we had Zach Wilson on chatting about APIs and integration, he also mentioned, you know, customer experience pretty much needs to be at the heart of what you do. And I imagine a lot of people that are setting up these APIs and integrations, that's what they're trying to to really elevate is that customer experience. So I guess you've, you've spoken about um, the impacts that can have when you're not managing those. So on the flip side, what do you see as well as customer experience being a real benefit of managing your APIs and your integrations. I, I guess it's kind of the world of the possible now, isn't it? You know, it's always been the case that that if you asked a developer, you know, can, can we do X or Y in terms of, you know, enhancing the customer experience? You know, we want to send a text message out to customers who sign up within three hours and then send another text message four days later. You know, back in the day, the developers, yeah, we can do that. And there'd be an age to build that sort of functionality, et cetera. Um, but it would work. That's no problem. I think what APIs have, have given us, and, and this is why they're so fun fundamentally important to businesses that want to improve customer experience or become more digital is they've they've given us the ability to connect things together in a much simpler way than we ever could before so now for me the benefits of managing apis it gives you that that confidence and a robust structure for scaling digital capability so so whether that is the idea that when data hits hubspot um, it triggers a text message to be sent to that customer um, and also a, a notification to the sales rep or the marketeer or operations or whatever it might be. You know, that's really quite simple to achieve now. Um, and once you're doing that, you're really starting to thinking outside the box in terms of what you can do, because the chances are there's an app to do it. And the chances are that new app probably has open API and probably has robust documentation around it and can probably integrate with HubSpot in some way. So suddenly, you know, whether we were talking to a client about rotor management and and actually there's a rotor management app that can integrate with hubspot so suddenly they're thinking about from an automation and a scalability perspective they can go much further than they 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 were thinking in terms of the customer experience solely because they can start connecting things together now they've got a really robust way of managing apis if you don't have that and you start building out lots of bit like a spider's web i guess you start building out all these connections to different applications then we 
without kind of a robust policy and framework around management of it, you're going to cause yourself some problems. But but when you get that bit right, suddenly you're going, okay, what do we want to do next? Where, where do we want to go? How do we want to improve that customer experience? You know, building out the portal when they come in, they log in, they do X, Y, and Z, and oh, we want them to do this. Well, actually, there's an app for that. We can do that and we can connect this. So suddenly it becomes really exciting from, from improving business performance. Yeah, and I imagine once you kind of tap into what's possible with APIs and you see the potential that it has, then it then opens a lot more ideas. Like you said, with that rotor management, maybe they hadn't thought about that until they'd actually started looking into APIs and integrations and seeing what was possible, seeing what can connect with HubSpot and then thinking, oh, actually, there's there's potential for us to do to do more than what we're doing at, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think, and I think this is a really important message is, you know, there is probably a little bit more investment in building out a management structure for APIs at outset, but that will be cost effective further down the line. You know, you will get an ROI from that because rest assured the pain when API falls over, particularly in the case of I've just referred to earlier, you really don't want to go there. So Mm. actually that extra investment that, you know, putting in place the right policy, having a structure around management of those APIs, APIs, having that visibility becomes really important so that the business can be confident in the decisions it's taking in relation to its 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 development of digital capability. Yeah, and it could save you from having a lot of headaches in the future as well. <laughs> oh, completely, yeah. So yeah, I guess for those who perhaps haven't looked into integrations or are maybe listening to this podcast and just first understanding what they are, what is the easiest way to get started with managing them, particularly with HubSpot? What have you found is is a nice, easy way to get started? I guess the starting point, if you already have uh, integrations in place and and, and you've built out API in some form, whether it be a native integration with HubSpot or whether it be custom, et cetera, is actually an audit. It's it's just to document what's connected to what, what's happening in the business at the moment, where where is data going, you know, and and you might want to start thinking about, you know, we use something called um, entity relationship diagrams, ERDs, that start to build the sort of model, if you like, of the business and where that data flows, which is internal, which is external, where are the APIs? Um, because once you've sort of identified that, along with, you know, process mapping helps you identify where API is in the business, you can then think about, okay, how do I then tackle this? And, and there's lots of different ways to do that. You know, a little bit of Googling around API management, and there's tools that are built, software applications that that purely manage API, you know, so they provide that visibility to you. You know, you might want to go down that route, but but I think that audit is the starting point to really understand what you have in the business, how are they managed currently, where are they? And then from there, you can then think about what structure you need to put in place to manage those APIs on an ongoing basis. Nice. Yeah, I guess it's, it's seeing everything that you've got going on at the moment, where things can connect and link and, and how everything works together, similar to the way you would with, with a team. How does this team work together? Well, how do these, how can these integrations work together? What can we put in place to make it a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, going back to that road analogy, it's, it's taking that helicopter view, you know, that road network and going, oh, actually, we've got we've got a road that's, you know, going from London to Oxford, which we didn't know about. OK, well, let's have a look. You know, you need to just get that map, understand where those roads are, what's happening on them, and then you can make a decision about how 
that how are you going to take that forward and manage it? Yeah, there's a, there's a nice blank bit of land there that if we just built a road from there to there, it'd make the journey a lot quicker. <laughs> exactly, 100%. I like your thinking, Kerry. I like your thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the analogy. I think that's a really great way to look at it and um, has made it click a lot better in my head. So yeah, thank you very much yeah. for that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to add to that analogy kind of using tunnels, which bring in security. So actually, you know, do you want that road to be underground and hidden from everybody so no one can see it? And well, actually, you need to think about that because that's security. But anyway, that's one for another day, I'm sure. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, so yeah, I guess to finish off, um, from your own experiences with APIs and integrations, or perhaps maybe something you'd wish you'd known before you started your relationship with them, do you have any tips or pieces of sage advice for our listeners about managing API? I guess for me, it's a mindset thing. You know, I think that if you're going to look at starting to connect things together, it's easy to get excited to go, oh, we can connect this and we can do this and and, and whatever. But that whole idea of the ongoing management and having visibility across an organization or within different divisions of the organization, depending on the size of the business, that whole idea that, that the management of the API is fundamental to thinking about APIs is really important. So mindset of, you know, let's let's build these APIs. Yeah, let's great, let's do that. Right, how are we going to manage them? That has to be part of the initial conversation to ensure that the business won't come unstuck and, and has a robust um, and scalable um, basis for building that, that digital capability. Yeah, I guess, I mean, just off the back of that, do you think there's I know people having that mindset and getting excited about them and realizing the potential that they could have is great. Do you think there might be a line between there being perhaps too many integrations and people trying to do too many things without really thinking about how that all works together? Yes, to some extent, but I think this really comes down to business case, doesn't it? This this is where if the proper planning is done, I, I mean, what is the rationale for connecting X with Y? You know, if there's a business case there, whether it be, you know, more data, greater insight, improved process, whatever that might be, then that's the validation. But I think that just connecting stuff for connecting's sake, because you can, is a little bit naive. Um, you know, it needs to be properly thought about. Yeah. And I guess if you if you want to measure the success of those integrations, do you think it's just going back to what that original goal was, why we set this up in the first place? And are we achieving that? Are we on the road to achieving that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's really interesting measuring success of integrations because I think that works on two levels. I think it works on what is the goal of the integration itself. So, if it's an, a, a process improvement need, then then how much time are we saving? You know, what's the business case for that, and and what's the outcome we've got from it? So there's one measurement of success in relation to that, the sort of the ROI, if you like, and the other measurement of success is actually the performance of the API itself. So actually, from a monitoring perspective, you know, how many errors are being seen? How how robust is it? You know, what are we seeing in relation to that API performance itself? That that sort of that capability so i think that that should also be monitored because what you might find is that actually using a certain platform is becoming quite problematic and the you know it's created more errors than there should be so actually you might want to look at, at that platform or the way that it's structured to, to think about doing it a different way if indeed it's costing you time and money to patch it yeah it just all comes back to that visibility piece doesn't it and making sure that you're on top of, of what's going on and how things are performing yeah definitely 
Great. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for your time, John. It's been a pleasure and I'm sure our listeners are going to be really intrigued into jumping onto HubSpot or any other platform and looking at APIs and integrations. I know we've got a, a guide coming out in the next few weeks around APIs and integrations. So there's definitely lots of resources out there for people to learn a lot more about them. But um, I think that's a really great starting point for anyone looking into them. So thank you so much for your time today, John. Kerry, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem. So if you did enjoy this episode, then please share it with your friends and colleagues and let us know your thoughts on social media. You can tag us at Carmen Digital or you can also let us know by leaving a podcast review. Don't forget to subscribe. You can head to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast so that you don't miss a future episode and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening.